Welcome to the New Bridge broadcast with the services from New Bridge Baptist Church, located on Cleveland Highway, one mile north of the State Patrol Office, near the entrance to Laurel Park. Pastor Milton Harris invites you to join them for their services all week long, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and on Wednesday night. Now let's join the services already in progress from the New Bridge Baptist Church of Gainesville.
trying to get some of my last thoughts together, which my thoughts seem to come and go about as quick as, as the rain falls sometimes. It's good to be here today. And I wish Brother Milton was here. I like to, when I stand, have my pastor here. He can maybe take up for me when I make a mistake. But it's good to be here, and I know he deserves a rest, and I hope he's getting a good rest, and keep him in your prayers. And as I, I tried to study uh, tonight, or last night, and uh, I, well, actually, yesterday morning or afternoon, I went down to our mailbox at the time the mailman was to run. And in my driveway, I picked up two objects, and everybody's going to know what these are. Somebody's lottery tickets. There's two of them. Price on ten dollars. That's twenty dollars a total. And everything's scratched off on it. Of course, they're not a winner, but we live. Everybody knows where we live. On one twenty-nine, just people stop at the convenience store at the corner and they give them a ticket. By the time they scratch it off, they're in my my driveway, toss them out the window. I pick them up all the time. But this thought came to me. There are people in this world that's depending their livelihoods, their future, their total existence upon this lottery ticket. They're living their lives as though their life is a lottery ticket. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what the end of this day holds or the next hour holds. It's all in the hands of God. But thank God that one day his Holy Spirit dealt with my heart. And I came to accept him as my Savior. So I know that whatever the day holds, he's got me in his hand. Whether it's to walk the streets of this earth or walk the streets of glory, he's in control. And that's my thought today, perfection at last. If you will turn to, uh, to Revelation chapter 21. I mean, verse chapter 22, I'm looking at the wrong part, 22. In chapter 22, verse 5, I'm going to read it. I'm going to go, then I'm going to go to 21. Just give me a, little, a second here. And 22, 5 says, And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and forever. And with that thought that we're going to be in heaven forever and ever, so many people strive for perfection while on this earth and they can never reach it. But when we get to heaven, we'll have perfection at last. As we start in verse 21, chapter 21, verse 1, we'll have a proclamation from the throne. And he says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and first earth were passed away. There's no more sin, no more sea. All things are made new. Isn't that something to think about? I look around my house and I see trees that once were growing were beautiful. Shed the, the leaves come out and the birds would, roost, would nest in them. And in the fall, they turn such beautiful colors. I mean, they're just magnificent. But they're dead now. 
the old tree's still standing, but it's rotten from, from limb to limb, from top to bottom. It's one falling off every day. It's dead. It's ugly. But you know what? One of these days, even that old tree in heaven is going to be perfect forever and forever. We strive for perfection while on this earth. Man ought to realize that we can never make it. It's only when God gets into the picture, when when he takes us home, that we'll have that perfection. We have, in 2 Peter 5.13, puts it like this. We have perfection after the, of the transformation, after the new heaven and new earth. It's a provision that's God made for us. We'll have that, that perfection that these bodies won't be sick anymore. I won't have to take the medications that I'm on. I don't have to wear this bracelet telling everybody that I have a heart trouble. I can be able to walk without worrying. And with that, we'll have a perfect provision there. The atmosphere, the temperature, the lighting, what we eat, perfect, perfect provisions, because we'll be eating from the tree of life. Everything there will be just perfect, because he puts it like this. <coughs> and there shall be no more night, no night there. They need no candle, neither the light of the sun. For the Lord God give them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. You know, we'll have the perfection of the transformation of these bodies. We'll be living with him. We'll have a body likened to his. There'll be no sickness, no sorrow, no pain. We'll not be mourning after a lost one that's passed away. It'll be just so perfect. But the thing of it is, if you don't know Jesus Christ, You'll never have that perfection. You'll never know the glories of heaven. You'll never know what God has in store for you. Because Jesus came to this light, this world, this earth, and he walked the streets as a normal man in his perfectness with no sin. That he could go to Calvary's cross and pay a price that man was unable to pay because of of his imperfections. He gave his life and shed his blood that we could have that perfection at last. That we could have that hope of an eternity with him. But we we work day in and day out, as I said, those lottery tickets. Somebody bought those with the hope of winning that scratch off. Thinking that if they got that whatever that big amount of money it was, they could have the perfect life that have no cares in this world. But you know what? I found out the more money you have, more people want to get it, and you can't, you're scared to lose. But you know what? There's no one going to be in heaven that's going to want what you got. Because everybody there is going to have just as much. Everybody there is going to have just as much perfect provisions. We'll have a perfect blessing there with Jesus Christ. There'll be no more curse. See, this whole world is cursed. This whole world is cursed because Satan came down to it. It's, it's, we're living in a cursed land. There's thistles and the thorns everywhere. You know, if I rolled my sleeves up, I got band-aids stuck all over my arms. Because everything I do, I got to get stuck somehow. And on the blood thinner, I'm going to look like I'm cutting my arm off. But there'll be no, no thorns there, no thistles, nothing to damage us. 
to be such a wonderful place with the perfect provisions that, we, we, uh, that you can't even imagine. And most of all, there'll be a perfect blessing there because there's no more curse. You read the papers or look on the internet or whatever you want to look at, we find out today the governments of this world, the, the tragedy that's going on in every country. One government's doing this to, to go against another government and, and trying to throw down one country over another. But there'll be a perfect government there. We can even look at our own people in, that we've elected in Washington, the conflicts and stuff that's going on there. There's nothing perfect. But we'll have a perfect government there. Why? Because the Lamb of God is sitting on that throne. The Lamb of God is going to be our judge. He's going to be the one that controls what goes on in that place. It's going to be perfect. Man, we say we strive for perfection, but we'll never get it in this life. No matter what we do, how hard we, how, how hard we try, because man himself is not perfect. Because God created us, and he gave us a mind and the ability to make choices. He didn't make us to be robots. He could have. He could have made us and had one mind. That would be his mind. But he didn't. He gave us a mind that we could make choices with. And he gave us the intelligence that we should know good over evil. But something happened. There in the Garden of Eden, Eden with Adam and Eve, Satan came into the picture. And he enticed them because God loved us enough that he wanted us to choose to serve him. He wants us to choose to Choose him. They made a choice. And it cursed every one of us. But today, God's given us that same choice again. To choose him or the things of this world. Just as this person, whoever chose that lottery, thought they could get rich with it. They could solve all their troubles with it. But I found out money don't solve troubles. Most of the time, it creates troubles. But we got. The, but in heaven, we'll have the perfect provision, the perfect blessing, the perfect government, and the perfect service, because we'll be with Him. He'll be there. His 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 servants will serve Him. So we're waiting on somebody to serve us, but we'll serve Him. We'll serve God. We'll serve Christ, the one whose likeness and image that we should uh, uh, follow this this day. You know. As I found those lottery tickets and I began and I looked at those and I thought of that individual that bought those. What he paid for those lottery tickets could have bought him a meal somewhere. It could have put gas in his automobile to go a little further. And Mike could have even put a pair of shoes on his feet. Mike could have put a shirt on his back. But he chose to, to waste it on that. There's so many people in this world today that's wasting their lives. Because they're choosing things of this world that Satan has lured them with, that he's he's tempted them with, and you know, it's what we it's how we it's the perspective that we look. We think everybody that oh I belong to Jesus, I can't do anything. You know what? I'm having the best time of my life. Why, why is it the best time? Because I know where I'm going in this life. So I know. Who holds me? His hand. 
know who loved me enough to give his life that I could have eternal life. I know who controls my whole family. I know where my children are, where my grandchildren are. Anytime the Lord lets me live long enough, I know where my great-grandchildren are going to be. They're too little now, but, but I'll know. Because I know this life is not perfect. I know that I'm not perfect. And be honest, this church is not perfect. Each one of us is not perfect. But one of these days, I'm going to go home to be with my Savior. I'm going to be in a place that he's made perfect. He created perfect. That I can go there and be amongst that which is perfect. Because I accepted him one day as my Savior. This old fleshly body is not perfect by any means. But my heavenly body is going to be perfect. It's going to be perfect. I didn't get it from a lottery ticket. It didn't cost me anything. It cost my Lord and Savior his life. All it cost me was that time I got on my knees at an old-fashioned altar. And that's God to come into my heart to save my soul. So this life here, my old body, one of these days is going to go back to dust. But my soul is going to go to my new body that God prepared, and it's going to be perfect. I don't have to worry about that blood thinner. I don't have to worry about putting a Band-Aid everywhere on my body, keep it from ruining my clothes. But I'll have that perfection. And that's why I'm looking here at this, the perfection that we will have, the provisions, the blessings, the government, the service, perfect vision. The Bible says we look through a glass darkly now. We can't really see what's on the other side. We can only imagine but this word gives me enough insight to it that I know what to imagine. I don't have to guess, like, because the Bible tells me it's going to have streets of pure gold, gates to that city of a great pearl. It's going to be just, I don't know. And the government there, it's going to be perfect. Be no chaos in it. It's going to be the Lamb of God and the creator of the universe is going to be there. How wonderful is that? And the service that we'll, we'll get to serve him with honor and with dignity. And like I said, we, I look through a glass darkly now. I can't see half time anyway, but we'll have perfect vision. We'll see things in a way we've never seen them before. We'll know things that we, never, that we would like to know that we'll know for sure then. There are a lot of questions about God's word so much time, but I have to just kind of just imagine what he's talking about that my old finite brain can't understand. But when we get there, we'll have a perfect knowledge of him, a perfect knowledge of him, and a perfect reflection of what's going on. You know, you've ever gone to a carnival and have these fun houses, the mirrors, Go from one mirror to another. One mirror makes you look tall and skinny. One makes you look big and broad. One turns your face this way and that way. That's reflection coming back, you know. There we'll have a reflection that's true. We'll see ourselves as God sees us. We'll see just how God sees us. And it's going to be a beautiful sight. Because God's going to make us perfect. 
You're not going to have a single blemish. You're going to be just a glowing picture of yourself. It's not going to be a funhouse picture. It's going to be a picture of reality that you're in, in God's house and that what's going to be reflected, that his name is going to be here. We're going to see the one and the reason that we're there will be a reflection of him, of his love, of his beauty. There'll be no darkness. There'll be perfect illumination. We won't have to worry about these lights here. Everything will be not only illumination for the lights. There's no light there, but I think there's going to be illumination of his word. There's so much of his word I can I try to read and try to look at. And you run references here and references there. And even still, what was he trying to say to me? There would be a perfect illumination. You know exactly what he's putting in your heart. Like this person that bought that lottery ticket. They bought that with the hopes of getting something that could help them out of it. Just wanting to win that fortune or whatever it was. But you know what? I don't have to buy a lottery ticket to go to God's house. I don't have to buy a lottery ticket. I don't have to worry about the price of that, whether that scratch off. It's a sure thing. When Jesus went to Calvary, he made heaven a sure thing for each one of us. It's not a I hope so or maybe so. When Jesus went to Calvary, cross, he made a sure thing. I know so. I know so because he shed his blood. I know so because he hanged on that cross. He took my sins to that cross. He took his red blood and put on my black sins and made them white snow. I've never tried mixing paint like that on what kind of color you come out with. But God's way of mixing things is our way anyway. But the answer is this. In John 3, 3, it says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's all it takes to have that perfect relationship or perfection at last. It's to be born into the family of God. That's all it takes. It's coming down to an old-fashioned altar when that Holy Spirit of God deals with your heart and bow down and ask God to forgive you of your sins to cleanse you from your unrighteousness and accept the atonement that Jesus made on Calvary's cross because he loved you so, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes him should not perish but have everlasting life. We, there's things throughout this whole, whole world today that people's trying Every way they can to get into heaven. From buying, from they can buy this or pay this person or that. But Jesus paid that price on Calvary's cross. We don't have to. We don't have to. God's last message to man in Revelation 22, chapter verse 13. He says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The first and the last. 
He said, blessed are they that do this do his commandments that they may have right to the tree of life. May enter through the gates into the city. You know, to enter into the gates of that city, there's not but one way. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. And those gates are open to all who believe and accept him. And that decision is up to each individual. I would like to ha it to have been where I could have said, yes, Lord, my family, and I accept you. I could just take them all in my arms and carry them through those gates, but I can't. Except each one of them. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville.